Jesus people and welcome to the fourth episode of Keto in Christ. I'm your host Andrea Curry and this is Annabelle Future Martin. (laughs) (laughs) We're not even going to try to say that all last name anymore because it no longer counts. No, (laughs) no longer. Um, You're made new in Christ and now he's given you a new man and a new name. So, amen. All the new. (laughs) All the new. Um, so I want to start off and pick up back kind of where we, we left off with that mm-hmm. last bit that you shared about um, marriage and the different things that go into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then we'll, we'll go from there. So Yeah. So just to reiterate what I said. <laughs> yeah. A good marriage consists of struggle, crucifying selfishness, confrontation and confession, and forgiveness. All mm-hmm. the beautiful things that we want in our lives. Yes. And I think, like, you know, we were even talking about it earlier today, like, how important communication is. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a key to a lot of those things that you're mentioning. Like, you know, when you're trying to crucify selfishness, like, a lot of times when you're having a conversation with somebody or something happens, like, your first reaction is kind of like, how could how could they do this to me? Yeah. And, like, or you just, um, like, we were talking about earlier, like, having assumptions Mm -hmm. about different things. I just realized... We forgot to pray and dedicate this episode to the Lord. So I'm going to just pause for a moment and <laughs> dial it back. We were picking up where we left off. And so I lost it, myself for a it moment. It is the same day for those who are listening and not watching us in the same clothes. <laughs> we have already prayed, but we talk so much that we've split this up into multiple episodes. <laughs> episodes. Yes. We're hoping for only two, but who knows? <laughs> Who knows? This could go on all night. Um, (laughs) But um, I just want to take the time to dedicate this episode to the Lord. Um, So, Father God, we just come before you and we just dedicate this podcast to you, Lord, and just ask for you to just take control of um, not only the words that I share, Lord, but as well as Annabelle's, Lord, that um, we would just be edifying to you, Lord God, and bring glory to your name. Um, And as well as encourage those out there listening, Lord, to just... Um, be in communication with you, Lord, and grow in you in their, their relationships, Lord God, and in worship, Lord. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, yeah. Crucifying mm, selfishness. Crucifying selfishness. Um, Something that took a really hard time to, like, learn. Yeah. Especially. I think that out of all of them mm-hmm. was, like, and it's still very hard to be learning. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, especially with me and Chris. Chris has been a Christian his whole life. Mm -hmm. 30 years he's an old man (laughs) and I've been a Christian for two years Mm -hmm. so you a baby I'm a baby (laughs) with the Lord um so that's like still very hard yeah I still like you know have to keep meditating on like Lord just like let me focus on other people and not myself yeah I think that's what like my walk with God like you know how I mentioned in the last episode always always reading my Bible yeah it was more of a self-help thing yeah. And these past two years, I've been reading it, A, looking for God in the yeah. Word, but also looking for ways to serve other people and not myself. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard to learn in just two years. Yeah. But um, we making steps. Yeah. I you mean, know? listen, you, you're making big steps. And you, the one thing I will say is like, you know, similar to I feel like what Paul told Timothy, you know, don't let people despise you because of your youth. Because at the end of the day, you know, you might be young in the Lord, but um, age doesn't happen in the spirit the same way it does in life. In life, You yeah. know, I know people yeah. who have been saved 30, 40 years, and they're still babies in the Lord. True. They're still not able to go into depth with the word. They're True. still dealing with crucifying that selfishness and yeah. everything. So I think, you know, um, give God, you know, more credit for the where he's brought you mm-hmm. and also for your, your understanding of the word. Because you know, we can get deep with it. Me and you, we talk about it all the times. Mm-hmm. You know, um, one of my favorite things is like, she'll just randomly text me when she's reading scripture and be like, Andrea, Jesus. <laughs> like in the Old Testament. Yes. It's like, oh my gosh, Jesus is here. Jesus is there. Jesus is everywhere. He's everywhere. <laughs> it's almost as if he's like God or something. Wow. <laughs> it's almost Crazy like he was thought. there in the beginning. My gosh. Um, you know. No, but you're right. You're right. With yeah. The- that's something I was baptized a few months ago at my new church um and that's what I you know I I told my pastor like my reservations of getting baptized in the Mm -hmm. past of like I never 
felt like I was at a place in my walk to get baptized. I was like, I don't understand it enough. I'm mm. not close enough to God enough to be baptized. And he was like, listen, you've given your life to Jesus. That is all that he wants. Amen. Amen. And you don't need to understand everything perfectly right now. You probably never will. Yes. You don't have to know <laughs> the entire Bible like Andrea Curry does. You probably never will. <laughs> But I that, don't you know, know the whole you Bible. You don't. I know. But, I'm joking. No, but, you know, the thing that's the... funny is I was about to go into another Bible story. Oh, and yeah. then I was letting you finish talking. And then you said that. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's funny. Um, but yeah, so the Ethiopian eunuch, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like kind of like a perfect example of what you're talking about. Here's this man like, you know, um, that gets um, the gospel read to him. Like he's sitting there on the back of like this this train. And I, I, I honestly, like, it's so weird. I think it was Stephen. I want to say that it was Stephen who shared it with him, but I don't know. I might be getting the disciple wrong. But, you know, he's sitting here on the back of this wagon reading the uh, laws. He's reading, you know, the books of Moses. Mm-hmm. He's reading the Tanakh, and he's reading the prophets, and he's, like, looking at all these scriptures. And one of the disciples looks at him and says, hey, do you, do you know what you're reading? Like, do you understand? And he's like, kind of. I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm just reading it. And so he explains to him, like, how all these things point back to Jesus. And the Ethiopian eunuch right away, right in that moment, says, why shouldn't I believe in Jesus? Accepts Jesus in his life and says, why, like, why should I not, like, now be baptized? And they pull over on the side of the road and go and baptize him mm-hmm. at that moment. He didn't have a full understanding of scripture. Yeah, you know, he gave his life. He gave his God. life. And that's all it takes is yeah. that just one little step of mm-hmm. obedience. And that's, you know, um, what episode two was all about when i was sharing how like when i first came to christ i i didn't even own a bible yet and and god was sending me on missionary trips Mm -hmm. like (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. i was already like going out to share his gospel and all i knew was that jesus had changed my life Mm -hmm. and that he loved me and that he died for my sins like that's all i knew yeah and um he took that and he like just ran with it yeah and when we give him that little bit he's able to bring us to those new depths with mm-hmm. him that we couldn't have anticipated before because yeah. you know i don't know about you um well i do because i i know her a little bit well <laughs> a tiny bit tiny bit um but you know i know for me like even just the last few years like he's brought me so much deeper in his under in, in understanding who he is oh, and yeah. his character than i ever have in my entire life mm-hmm. and like you know i went to church when i was a kid um left the faith because of a lot of different things that I haven't gotten into yet with you guys, but I will. Um, and then I became a Christian. I was so on fire for the Lord. I, the reason I know scripture so well is because I never put it down. Mm -hmm. Like I literally, when I tell you I was hungry for it, when I, I could not stop reading. Literally I would be on the campus anytime. Like I was on a break from classes. I would be sitting there just like this. In my, my classes, while I was waiting for the class to start, I'd be reading my Bible. No matter what the situation, it didn't matter what class it was, yeah. I was just, I was the Bible girl. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody knew me as that. Um, which, you know, which is the reason why I feel like it had to be a move of God that I became popular in college. Because I feel like that was his Holy Spirit and had nothing to do with actually me. Because I feel like I was weird. Um, <laughs> I would literally stop people in the hallway and no. be, when they're cursing. <laughs> Like, people would be passing me in the hallway cursing, and I would stop them and say, excuse me, but, you know, don't use yeah, that type yeah, of language yeah, yeah. in the presence of the Lord. <laughs> nerd! Nerd alert! I was I was very much a Jesus nerd. Um, even, like, even when I was the president of student government, like, um, I don't know if any of my senators are listening to this. Hopefully they are. I hope I hope so. I'd love, I love for them to listen yeah. in and know that I gave them a shout-out. But um, when I was president of student government, I used to start my meetings with Bible stories. And they didn't know it because mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like, this comes from the book of Nehemiah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like my, <laughs> my first meeting, right, I'm, I'm sitting here with these group of people and we had ran on different slates. So very two different like political parties, if you will. And, um, you know, except for that's like against the rules. So we didn't run on a slate. Mm-hmm. We were just friends on the same poster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no affiliation other than that but you know we were running for this and my team all got in all the people that ran with me mm-hmm. and then there was people that were on the other slate that also got in immediately when they came in in my perspective 
being who I am in Jesus and knowing that I wanted to show love and support to my senators and that God had called me to this position for a time as this, like mm-hmm. for whatever reason that he had me there. Um, I wanted to show them love and support and I wanted a unified team. The people that came on with me, no. Didn't, yeah. did, they wanted to block everything that they brought up and I knew going into my first meeting that I was going up against this animosity Mm -hmm. and I remember praying I would always pray before I went into my meetings um a habit that I need to get into again because now with you know the other meetings that I'm involved yeah 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 um I feel like I I need to get back into the habit of doing that um but I would always pray before these meetings I would just ask God give me the words to say and to speak through me and when it came to this first meeting of student government he put on my heart the story of Nehemiah Mm -hmm. um going back to me knowing all all the Bible stories. Yes. But, um, you know, he put on my heart the, the story of Nehemiah and how he had called every Israelite to build a piece of their wall that mm. was in front of their house. Yeah. And so I went in and I didn't say, like, this is from the Bible or anything. I just said, you know, I want to tell you all a story about a man who built a wall. Mm. And I started sharing the story from just the perspective of, like, this man calling each of these people that were working on this wall with him to just build the peace that was in front of them mm-hmm. and how in doing that we'll be able to build up the whole and it really brought a sense of unity yeah to to my team mm-hmm. at that time um that carried us through there were a lot of obstacles there was a lot, a lot of hurdles i don't there know how i got be. into speaking about student government um i mean i guess it does still go into the whole relationship thing because yeah. i was on the board with a lot of friends of mine most of whom actually all of whom were unbelievers mm-hmm. you know so i was also in leadership leading the charge of this whole group with a lot of people who didn't have the same biblical values as i had mm-hmm. and so when they were ready to kind of like cut the throat of someone <laughs> so to speak like you know i was the one who was like no we need to like uphold you know righteous justice and judgment um which was an interesting battle in and of itself like it made a lot of things difficult um like we were talking about before about you know living for god and how easy it is to live for the world Mm -hmm. in that situation being in a leadership position even um it was super or it could be super easy for me to have just taken my power and authority and just shut everybody down. Oh, yeah. Um, but I knew that that wasn't the type of leader that God was calling me mm-hmm. to be. That wasn't the type of leader that the people that were good leaders in the Bible were. Yeah. You know, um, they were people who build each other people up. Yeah. That pushed them. called for collaboration and right. community and unification. Exactly. Like yeah. um, and, and, like, even in the book of Nehemiah, the whole point of, like, rebuilding the wall and rebuilding Jerusalem mm-hmm was in order to get back in right standing with God. So all that to say, I guess, is like, you know, um, I was in this position and I wanted to use it, again, going back to everything that we've been talking about, mm-hmm. for God's glory and not for my own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and how that worked with the dynamics there. There were times where, like, it was very emotional. For me, anyway. I don't know. My senators were probably fine. I'm a very emotional person. Oh, we both are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, well, I almost cried in episode two. But I, I was going to say, I am very surprised <laughs> that I haven't cried yet. And then I was like, wait a minute, you kind of did. Um, but yeah, like, you know, it's, it's, um, I'm a very emotional person. So like, I care very deeply for people. So when I'm dealing with people in relationship situations mm-hmm. and they're not operating under the same Holy Spirit as I am, um, or even like, cause obviously sometimes I could let my emotions take over too. I'm not yeah. a perfect person. Yeah. And so maybe I'm not operating in the Holy Spirit. I get so defensive and so upset or I feel like somebody just put a knife in my back. And Mm -hmm. it's like looking back at a lot of those things now, I could see opportunities where like I let my emotions come over and where I allow God to take over. And I guess that goes back into like this whole idea of crucifying selfishness, Mm -hmm. right? Because Mm -hmm. going into student government, I had this perspective of like I'm putting God in front of all of this. Yeah. And this is all for him. But there's so much opportunity when you have, you know, somewhat of an authority position to pull back and, like, do things your way and how you want it to be. So I was very grateful that I had my focus on the Lord at that time. Mm -hmm. But there were times where I felt very hurt 
in certain circumstances because I felt like under attack. Yeah. Because I was surrounded by a lot of people who were unsaved. And mm-hmm. even though I was trying to do the right thing by supporting people, like there was even one incident where <laughs> I was in full support of somebody doing um, a project and ended up finding out that they actually had a conflict of interest. Uh, and I had no idea this she didn't tell me that like yeah. you know there was a situation um, and we ended up having to completely cancel the event mm-hmm. and I felt so like defeated yeah. because here I am like trying to defend the little guy if you will and meanwhile she was using my kindness against me yeah. to try to and make advantage. money uh-huh. for someone she knew Yeah, and like and it was a major contract like we're talking thousands of dollars i'm not even talking about a little bit of money mm-hmm. it was a lot of money that she was putting in this event for um and then once we told her she had to go with a new vendor she completely dropped it and i just remember like feeling like a little bit defeated because now all my other senators are see like yeah you know we can't trust them i told you we can't work with them right, and i'm like right. That's... she made a stupid decision yeah, yeah. but we can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. you ever mm-hmm, heard of that thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know um so anyway imagine. <laughs> yeah oh, imagine oh my gosh that poor baby every time i used to hear that when i was younger i would always think oh but the baby but the baby but the baby no. the, yeah if you do throw the like the babies that were thrown out with the bath water are they are they okay did they survive uh, but um sad baby yes yeah, so what were some of the other points on there the ones I said yes. in the list. Yeah. Because uh, we talked a little bit about like. Oh, yeah. So selfishness. selfishness. I mean, confrontation and confession mm. was like a big one mm-hmm. of like, hey, you're going to have to confess stuff, but you're also going to have to confront people. Yeah. About their shenanigans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it works. You have to have both. You, you do. Know? Like you said, like with the you can't judge people without, you know, first removing, first removing mm-hmm. the plank plank from your eye. Yes. The plank in the um, speck. <laughs> so that's a big one of like Mm -hmm. it can't just be one-sided yeah it definitely you know it's it definitely has to be this back and forth it can't be one-sided you need to have that openness to like go go to god and just ask him to check your heart on a daily basis Mm -hmm. forget about even having confrontation or needing to like speak to somebody else i mean it's good practice for us ourselves to just go before god and be like you know what lord search my heart yeah like where am i at today where am i today like in this moment yeah because things can change from a day-to-day mm-hmm. basis like yeah. i said like when i first started with student government i had the best intentions and then there are points where like i looking back now i'm like i could have represented you better there lord mm-hmm. and then there's other times where i'm like yeah i represented the lord yeah. good in that yeah, moment yeah, yeah. i'm like yeah oh my gosh yeah i have so <laughs> many of those like in my relationship with chris where like mm-hmm. i do just i just do things right sometimes and i'm like <laughs> yes I did that good. But I I did gooder this time. <laughs> you did gooder this <laughs> I did time. Gooder. This is great. It's and like there's times where I just react according to Annabelle, and I'm like, Lord, why did I do that? Yeah. Like what happened? And then I, you know, and then I apologize to Chris. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. That was so stupid of me, and I could have done better. <laughs> you know. And I think that's the important part of that confession part mm-hmm. too is being able to take accountability for when you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, being that's, able you know, to the go Holy and Spirit apologize. Helps with that too. Yeah. Like, you start feeling convicted. You're like, ah. Oh, yeah. Lord. Because it's not our natural instinct no, to want to tell people, oh, like, we gosh. did something wrong. I can tell you about my whole past with relationships. I was never wrong. I was mis- <laughs> I was miss right. If I got married to any of those, you know, I'd have that mug that says uh-huh. Mrs. Right. Like, that yeah. was me. I was like, I could do, I can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. I am perfect in this relationship. Everything I do is correct. Everybody else is and wrong. And now, you know, and now looking back, I'm like, <laughs> Lord, I was probably never correct. No. <laughs> in those relationships. Probably never. Yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely an interesting transition when you start to let God work in these different Conviction areas of your heart. weird. It really is. Because it's like, all of a sudden. you do it. And mm-hmm. then you're like, why did I do that? <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> or even better, like you just like, especially when it comes to anger. I feel like anger is a big mm-hmm. one with that. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible says to be angry and sin not. And I think, like, you know, uh, God gives us all these emotions for a reason. You know, yeah. but our option to sin in them is always there. Like that's always a temptation. Well, that's what I think about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like he was angry. Mm-hmm. He was an angry dude. He was yeah. seeing what was <laughs> happening in the temple. 
Yeah. Like, people was straight up disrespecting his father, like, in front of him. Yeah, his father, him, the whole Somebody shebang. disrespects my mother in front of me, I'm losing it. So, like, like, I, I could say calm through so many different things. Yeah. You disrespect me, perfectly yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. You disrespect my mama? Mm. <laughs> but no like all of these emotions are very real and mm -hmm. god does not tell you that you're not allowed to feel them yes you're allowed to feel angry yeah you're allowed to feel disappointed about things yeah but it's what you do afterwards right that matters mm -hmm. is how are you going to deal with that anger what are you going to do in response to what happened mm -hmm. and and a lot of times like we we like respond in our flesh and we mm -hmm. respond like you know, and, and that's why I say the anger one, because I feel like that's the easiest one for us to respond so quickly, so quickly. and so <sighs> heatedly in like what we're doing. And, you know, it's we the worst because sometimes a split literally and you a could split be right. second later, though, mm -hmm. you'll be like, if I just took that extra second to think about it, I wouldn't have reacted that way. Right. You would have just been able to react just like, like calmly just like and think like, for a little bit. Just or just think. even bring it to God. Like, you know, I think, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, and this kind of segues into, like, one of the other topics we wanted to talk about. Because I think, like, for me, one of the best ways that I get my focus off of my feelings and back to God mm -hmm. is through worship. It's yeah. through singing to him. Because yeah. I could be so angry. I could be so upset at a situation. And then I just turn on the music and I'm like, Lord, I, you're nothing else phrase. matters. You're, mm -hmm. yes, you're, I'm just like, my, my focus comes back to what it needs to be back yeah. to you know now that this is to the chronological bible that we're reading we're in mm -hmm. the psalms right now so that's again well in the psalms again because chronologically the psalms show up yeah yeah know, <laughs> in a lot of places they come in and out in but and out. just be like being in the psalms is just like such like i mean we listen to worship music all the time and every day but just like hearing it happening in the old testament mm -hmm. just like the way they were worshiping mm -hmm. and just the words that they were saying oh, and yeah. just you know using music in that way is just like incredible and yeah. it's so great that you know music has survived <laughs> all these years <laughs> and then that we have that to like to turn to god and to give them all we've got and it shifts our perspective mm -hmm. i mean I, I, I could always say that like for me and i don't know if it's like just something for us as like worshipers mm -hmm. because we are both like worship leaders yeah um in different aspects and i so i don't know if it's just like a personal thing for the way that we attach to mm -hmm. music um but i know a lot of other believers who say the same thing that like for for me like it just helps bring me back to what's important yeah and like i think back to even like when i first got saved and like i had mentioned um a couple of episodes ago how i was not in the best situation mm -hmm. i was living in an abusive household i knew that physically like i could be attacked at any moment and yet at the same time i had so much peace because i had jesus but i also had the psalms like you mentioned the psalms before i would sit there when my family was not home right because i couldn't do it while they were there would you make tunes to them i wouldn't make tunes to them i would just shout them out i would literally just be shouting out the psalms like i would just mm. open up to the book of psalms and i'd be like lord how long yes. will you let <laughs> these people these wicked uh. men why won't you kill them strike them down but you oh lord are <laughs> merciful yeah. you are great with compassion yeah. and you know like it's so beautiful the way like the these psalms would start out and it's like lord kill them and then it's like, you know what? But if you don't kill him, that's still cool. That's okay. Like, that's still great. Like, because you are a merciful God. And you, you're you merciful unto me. So why shouldn't you be merciful yeah. unto them? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And, and I feel like that's so true with even modern day worship music now. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, I put on something. And like, I was singing um, earlier today, Authority by Stars Go Dim. I don't know if you know that song. I don't know. I gotta send it to her. I also don't know titles. I, I gotta I'm, send it to her. As a musician, I'm very bad with music. Uh, same <laughs> with like same. knowing music i am i'm terrible with it i sing everything i will just but, sing a song and i'm like i have no idea what that is right <laughs> or even better somebody's like oh did you ever hear the song you did and i'm like no i don't think so and then they play, and then it, play and it i know it. every like, oh, word i actually do <laughs> yeah 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 um but it's it's um authority by star goes stars goes in and and like the um chorus in it is like you know i speak to the lies um i speak to the lies um, truth in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. I speak to the fear, hope in the name of Jesus. I speak to the brokenness, wholeness in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. 
And um, I was just speaking that earlier and I just turned it into a prayer. Like, you know, I have a lot of things going on in my family right now and um, just things that like I'm really like praying about Mm -hmm. um, in my own life, too. And just there's so much room there for the lies of this world and the things that come up in this world and like the lies of the enemy to just slip in. Yeah. Like there's even a line in there that say like talks about like my insecurities are creeping in and like, you know, I'll have situations that come up and like. I just like I'm like Lord like I I'm feeling like I'm worthless right now Mm -hmm. like I'm feeling like this way but then I sing songs like that and it shifts my focus and I remember like no I'm gonna speak to the lies truth yeah you know his truth his word I'm gonna speak to this fear and I'm gonna speak to it hope Mm -hmm. because my God is hope you know um and you know even like that verse in Hebrews I love that verse that talks about um how hope is evidence of things that are yet Mm, to be seen yeah and that's something that i feel like he's been giving me over and over again like Mm -hmm. he just keeps giving me hope like no matter what situations i'm in like you know he knows the desires of our hearts the word says Mm -hmm. and like i feel like there's so many things that he has given me already but like there's still other things that like i'm hoping for in my future and like and he's just continuously reminds me that i need to keep my hope in him yeah And even if I can't see it, even if I can't see how possibly Mm -hmm. he could bring this situation to completion, um, I know that he can. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's things like that. It's like worship just brings me back to his word. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just become such a pivotal. um, I I forgot which word I was going to use. Pivotal? Pivotal. Thank you. Pivotal. Thank you. This is why she's here. You just switched some letters. I just switched some (laughs) letters and I'm like, pitiful? No, that's not right. Not pitiful. Not pitiful. Pitiful. Pivotal. Pivotal. (laughs) Thank you. Pivotal um, part of my walk with God. Mm -hmm. Like there's just something once that music comes on where um, I just give it all to him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it goes from just singing a song to a prayer. Yeah. Yeah. And just saying, you know what, Lord, these words are what my heart needs mm-hmm. right now. This is this is what I want to speak to you. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, worship is what brought me to, you know, what made me fall in love with church in the first mm-hmm. place. Like that first day at Hillsong. Yeah, you know, listening to the music. I was like, I've never heard music like this. Christian music. Mm-hmm. That's like fun. <laughs> like what? That I could use like my talents with? Because like, um, you know, Catholic mass music and like the hymns are great, mm-hmm. but they're hymns. Yeah, you know, with like the way I grew up, I was listening to like Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears, you know, <laughs> like, and I was getting to like my folk music era, I like, like <laughs> I wanted to be singing, like you know, it was so cool to see like my type of music, but yes. like talking about God, mm-hmm. like that, like was so cool to me. Yeah, that, like you can do this. You don't have to be in a Catholic mass and feel like you're at a funeral right which you know many catholic masses are that way like you're like are we praising god or are we funerals like, waiting keep coming our, up in like, all these episodes i mean we're all waiting to die <laughs> funerals we're all waiting to die because yay eternal life with god but also it's like come on be happy a mm-hmm. little bit like that's supposed to be a happy time you right. know when that happens um so no yeah worship is just it's so like grounding yeah and it just like it helps just release your mind yeah like it just helps like release everything to god right like you have prayer prayer is so important you know mm -hmm. spoken prayer but then you just like put a song in there too and you're like god you got it all i think um one of the most amazing things like that i feel like god ever gave me was um being able to sing to him my prayers you know because mm, yeah. I, I do that sometimes just randomly and like it's so crazy because like one in particular I, I was actually just singing this the other day I had one time and it was so random I was walking on my campus and I was just talking to God and for some reason I decided to record the prayer mm. and I hit record and I started praying to God and then it just turned into a song mm-hmm. and I well, never planned. That. That's what the psalms are. Right. <laughs> They're prayers but I to don't, music. I don't ever think of that. Yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah. like, and when you're reading them originally, yeah. you don't think about that until, like, later on when you realize these are songs. Like, it like that's why I says, used to shout them. <laughs> like, it literally says, like, to which instrument it's supposed to be played. Right, and, right. And, like, stuff like that. And you're like, wow, these are actually songs that 
They were. It's hanging. just missing the cords. It's so cool. But like, so God, bring us, bring us those scrolls with all the, with all the. Yeah, we need the cords, the cords to the to the songs. We, we gave us the instruments, cords, but we need like you know. <laughs> um. But so anyway, so I wrote this. I this. I recorded mm -hmm. this prayer. Yeah. Not thinking I'm ever gonna do anything with this, mm -hmm. and then years later, my um my ex was like just playing on his yeah. guitar mm -hmm. and all of a sudden I was like wait a minute like play that again and he's like playing this like riff mm -hmm. and I'm like I have the perfect song for that mm -hmm. and so um you know I'm, I'm trying to decide if I'm gonna sing it for you right now <laughs> I've heard it have you oh yeah I sent you the recording yeah um but yeah so and it's just um this song and like it's just a prayer out to the Lord, asking Him to be my strength when mm. when I'm weak. And um, all right, maybe maybe I'll edit this part out, but maybe maybe I won't. Um, but it goes. <laughs> I don't know why it's so hard. Like, cause you know what? It's I performed it before. Yeah. Like you know, but now there's no music, so <laughs> acapella. All right. Um, but it goes, Lord, I'm weak and weary. I need to know you hear me. It feels like my feet are slipping. This water's too deep for swimming. Without you with me, head underwater. No leverage of my own. Help me stand. Though the waves are getting bigger. Help me stand, though the tide has pulled me under. Help me stand, oh Lord, help me stand. And mm. yeah, I just, I was thinking about that song yesterday and I couldn't stop singing it. Mm -hmm. um, because it's just, it's still my prayer to him. When I'm in moments of weakness, you know, um, in during the bridge it says like you know in the in the dark in the night you are there mm -hmm. you know that's just the bridge it's just in the dark in in the night you were there like no matter what circumstance i'm going in even when i think that it is a desperate circumstance mm -hmm. that i can't get out of i know that my god can get me out of it yeah. and i don't know what it was like the other night like Trying not to get emotional again. Sorry, <laughs> I refuse to cry on this podcast. It will happen. <laughs> it, it will it definitely. Will. Happen. Um, <laughs> it'll happen at some point. Um, but you know, I was just, I was really praying and crying my heart out before the Lord because I was just like, you know what, Lord, I don't. I I've just been so drained of energy lately because mm -hmm. um, I've had so much on my mind, and I realized, and I came to the realization that the reason I was so drained was because I wasn't just giving it to him yeah like i wasn't just letting it go like i was talking to him about it you I'd were letting him know what was going on right but i wasn't but just giving it to him i was still trying to figure it out on my mm -hmm. own and it's all stuff that is just so outside of my realm of control yeah you know um there there's a lot of things that are in our realm of control but like there's a lot of situations that we just have no control over mm -hmm. whatsoever mm -hmm. and he brought that song to my mind and I just started singing it to him and I was like, you know what, Lord, I, I'm weak right now. I am weary. Um, and I love the way that that song ends because it it repeats that first verse, but it, instead of saying like, you know, I need to know you hear me, it changes to I know, I know you, you hear, hear me. me. Mm -hmm. And so I was singing that last part out to him and I was like, you know what, Lord, like, I know that you hear me. Like, even even through singing this song right now, like, I know that he knows every part of my heart. Mm -hmm. um, the things that are there that I am trying to tell him while I'm singing it. And I was just so grateful to have something that, like, that was a song that I sang, like, a prayer that I, I made, like, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. And, you know, it's such a blessing to me now. And then, mm -hmm. like, pulling that back into, like, the Psalms, right? Yeah. And I, how... Yeah. Yes, they, they do that in the Psalms too. Like so many times, it's like we we want you to listen to us, right? We we want you to fight for us, and God's like, I, I literally am. Yeah, <laughs> like I am. You might still be waiting, and you right. have to be patient, right? But I'm here everywhere all the time. I know everything that's going you're, on. You're making me think of a verse right now, and I don't want to misquote it. So let me find it really quick. Oh, speaking of your man, I just saw he liked the post of mine. Look, Aww. there he is. 
Chris J. Martin. <laughs> um, but yes, so let me find this exact song. Song. Um, you could speak. Oh, I can speak. <laughs> you can speak. While, while Andrea is looking up a Bible verse. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> What's some songs that you are um, listening to right now? Oh, gosh. Um, Holy is the Lord is constantly mm. on my mind all the time. Holy is the, the Lord, Lord God, God Almighty. Always. <laughs> always on my mind. I don't know why, but it's there. Yeah. Um, what are other songs that, mm, same God always gets me. Mm. I haven't listened to any of the new Elevation songs. Wait, which which one, same God? Because Um, there's a couple of different ones. Um, um, why am I blinking (laughs) right now? I'm being a bad worship leader right now. Why? It's, (laughs) you know, the Carrie Job one. The Carrie Job one, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because there's another Carrie one and her, and her by husband. a like Wait, less is that known same God? artist. No, that's the blessing. That's another good. The song. blessing is also oh, because so there's good. two same gods, and I like them both. And I never know when somebody says same God if it's the one that I'm thinking of. But the... I get. I think I'm thinking of the Elevation Worship one. Okay. I don't know if the other one has to be, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> See, I told you. I don't know songs. You, we were we were able to get a couple of song titles out of you, though. I know one song that we both really love is Gratitude. Oh, I love Gratitude. I was singing that one today, too. Gratitude's a good one. I, I do that too often at my church. Mm. I just keep sliding it in there. See, my family doesn't know this, but like when they're not home, mm-hmm. right, and I'm upstairs with my mom, mm-hmm. I'll put the Alexa on, and I'll put mm-hmm. on worship, mm-hmm. and I'll just shout out yes. worship music in, in the house. Yeah. Um, and you know, if they listen to this podcast now, they'll know. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it's something I do, and it's it's again going back to like praying. Like that's my way of praying over yeah. them. Um, in that space, like because I mean, I pray for my family when I'm not mm-hmm. up there, but mm-hmm. it's just a way for me to sing that music over my family, yeah. like the blessing, like you know, mm-hmm. um, and all these songs that like are calling to that. But I found the verse. Yay! And it's Psalm one, uh, not one. Psalm 27, 14, mm. and it says, Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Mm. Yeah. I just love that. Like We when, be waiting and waiting. We be waiting, and we be impatiently we waiting. Be impatient. yeah. I, I think I said that to somebody mm. the other day, like that I was being patient, but I was being impatiently patient. Yeah. Like, I'm waiting on God. I'm not going to do anything. Well, because, like, what can you do? Like, right, but gonna I'm going to complain to him about it. Yeah. Like, while I'm waiting, I'm yeah. going to be like, all right, Lord, yeah, absolutely, I'm waiting, I'm not going to move. But listen, this is how I feel about it yeah, right now. Like, yeah. you you know, I want you to, like, step up your timetable just uh, a little bit. I don't want it to be outside of your will. I just believe that, you know, you can if do you it want, <laughs> you can do whatever you want. So, like, you know. Um, and God's like, well, I don't want. Right, and so then I have to just be like, all right, but I'm going to still complain. I I, yeah. I have this conversation with him sometimes because I'll bring up certain things. And I'm like, look, we both know how this is going to go. I had this, I, he woke me up at like 3.30 in the morning the other day. Uh-huh. And like the last few times that he's woken me up, I was like, I don't feel like praying. And I went back to sleep. This time I was like, all right, no, I get it. It's been three nights in a row. You keep waking me up. I just set up and I was like, all right, Lord, we're going to talk. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and you know I'm going to complain a little bit. But <laughs> you also know me. So, you know, I'm going to give this to you, but I'm also probably going to pick it back up again and complain a little bit about it. But I'm not going to do anything until you tell me to do something. Yes. But like, you know, and we talked about a lot of things. Like I prayed for a lot of people that night, but I, in particular, like this one circumstance that I was praying of, it was kind of along the lines of that where I was like, all right, Lord, you know how annoying this whole circumstance is for me. You know how much I want you to bring it to a resolve, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. Outside of what you allow me to. You're telling me to just sit still and let you do it. So I'm still. Yeah. You're going to do it. Yeah. I'm not I'm not going to, you know, do anything, but I am going to tell you about it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to complain and I'm going to I'm going to make a scene. Yeah. With you. Um and then I'm going to let it go. And I'm God's just like it. sitting like this. He's like, "Uh-huh." Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, there's sometimes yeah. I talk to him where I feel like he's just straight up in heaven laughing. I just God's just like on his phone. 
God's just like, yeah. Uh, there's uh, Andrea again. The angels yes. are talking to him, and he's yeah, like, yeah, what, what? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just um, watching my kid be a fool. Yeah. Oh, I know, Andrea. I know. I already know. <laughs> like, that's God <laughs> listening to us talk and complain. Right. Because, he, and, and that's the thing, like, his angels are around us just as much as, like, the enemy is around mm-hmm. us. So, like, he's there sending us messages just as often as the rest of this world is. Yeah. Only, like, we oftentimes just don't listen. Yeah. We don't <laughs> like, pay you know, attention. We don't pay attention. We get so flustered with him, and we're like, Lord, just give me a sign. Meanwhile, he's like, I've been waving uh-huh, the sign. Uh-huh. Like, I'm right here. Sign's literally, like, two inches from your face, and you're like, what? What? That's for me? I, no. Oh. oh, my gosh. I'm trying to think of an example of, like, a time where he, like, put a sign in front of me, and I ignored it. It's been a lot. Um, <laughs> but which one to use in this instant? Hmm. Um, hmm. Oh my goodness. There so there was an wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to save some material for the future, you know? So I'm trying no, to No, pop like, a not pop them all out in this episode. That's no, it. so <laughs> make it five hours long. A five hour long episode. Um I could imagine like especially with me and you talking, I feel like we, we can could, do it. Annabelle's got a bedtime though. I know, I know. <laughs> um but I'm definitely I'm gonna have to have you on again because nice. I, I feel like there's so much more that we could talk about mm-hmm. um I think like you know especially even when it comes to relationships like we could go down that road for a long time I know we both have stories mm-hmm. of stupidity as well as like good things that God has done um you know like I just I enjoy talking about like the differences between like godly and ungodly men yeah um, and maybe that's a good, a good note for us to end on tonight. We can talk about those differences. The differences. The differences. Um, they are nothing alike. <laughs> Completely opposite. The other thing I will say, because I saw a post today, and it was about, like, um, a Christian um, boy and, like, a man of God mm-hmm. and the differences between that. Because mm-hmm. we never touched on that. Hmm. Um, and I do think that that's, that's an important distinction for us also to have because yeah. a Christian man um, is going to talk about Jesus, but, like, a man of God is going to show Jesus through their actions, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, there, there's such a difference. Um, and, like, I never understood the difference more than I have in the last couple of years mm-hmm. in being able to, like, observe it more. And you see somebody... Yeah. Yeah, it's like if you really think about it, you probably could think of examples of like <laughs> the difference because I yeah. know I can. I'm not going to say any names, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know, where you see somebody who's like, yeah, I love Jesus, doing all the works. Right. But like then doing you see somebody who's actually in love with Jesus. Actively every decision they make is yeah. to glorify God. Right. And I think there's something so beautiful about that and, mm-hmm. and those differences. Yeah. Because, like, a man of God is going to be able to, like, lead you in your relationship. Like, yeah. you know, I feel like you found a man of God. I'm a, I'm going to toot my brother's horn really quick. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no. definitely did. Yeah, because of just, like, the way that you've told me, like, some of the ways that he's approached things in your relationship mm-hmm. and everything. Like, honestly, like, I feel like he's my very... example now. Like, if somebody's not, oh, like, yeah. you know, yeah. if somebody's not like Chris, Aww, Chris. then, but we, we've already said this, like, whoever, whoever I'm with in the future has to be besties with her husband. Yeah. Because it just, that's, you know, the dream. Yeah. But also, I, I mean, if they're both men of God, they're mm-hmm. going to be friends like yeah. we are too. Because yeah. the thing that drives us and our relationship is the fact that, like, our desire is to keep God center focus mm-hmm. of our friendship of mm-hmm. our relationships God's number one you know yes we are definitely women mm-hmm. of God yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um well, that's what I mean Chris told me from the beginning he was like I love you you're number two right and you will always be number two exactly because God is number one Duh. most romantic that's, sentence I know there's definitely like a- that <laughs> listen that and also the first time he said what would you like me to pray for uh, oh, chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, uh, you want to pray for me? Marry me. <laughs> <laughs> the pray best was that I will be your wife. The first night that he met all of your friends and like we were going around doing our prayer time and, and like uh, they were like, we who wants prayer, to pray for Annabelle? And he was like, I'll pray for Annabelle. And I was like, 
That too. That was number three, I guess. Yeah. I was like, this man has been quiet yeah. this whole entire night. Like, he's been so quiet. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he was like, I'll pray for my lady. Yeah. I was just like, yes, you go, Chris. I think he's a keeper. I think so, too. <laughs> um, But, you know, like, I think about it all the time when we have these discussions. Like, going back to, again, like, and we said this in the last episode, talking about, like, how we've never had a godly relationship right before. like and i like i'm like slowly learning things like i feel like through you yeah you know even though i'm older <laughs> what? No, you're not. but no i do i feel like a lot of times like i'm learning things like through you and chris and i appreciate like having that example in front mm-hmm. of me um and seeing how you guys are doing things because i'm like yes like you know how many times am i like yes annabelle that's amazing yeah and i'm like yeah yeah keep holding each other accountable mm-hmm. and like you know um and all of these different conversations that we've had about it, I'm like, you know, like, this is the standard that I need to hold men up to. Right. You know, yeah. because at the end of the day, that's that's what I want, too. I mm-hmm. want somebody who's going to pray not only, like, with me, but for, for me, me. Yeah. when I'm not around. Yeah. Um, and who's also going to see me and be attracted to the fact that I'm a woman of God because First. they're a man of God and yeah. because they're going to want to put Jesus before me mm-hmm. and because I'm going to put Jesus before you. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, the one thing that I've learned in my life now, I've done some stupid things. I may have struggled. I may have fallen, but I'll get back up. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible says that the righteous man falls seven times, but yeah. then again, he will rise. But the one thing that I have learned over and over again, that when I'm pushed into a corner to choose between Jesus and anything else, mm-hmm. I'm going to choose my God. Yeah. Cause he did something in my life that was drastic and that like he changed nobody me else can do nobody else can like nobody to that. else can fill that not one person what jesus did i've had people try to tell me well that was you no it was no. not i did not have I the know, strength to save myself i know what was me i know what was me too and girl it was I ugly i think a lot of things about mm. what was me and, and none of it was not pretty, pretty. so um but i think like that's a, a a great place to to segue into just sharing the gospel tonight and talking about just how much Jesus loves us, mm-hmm. um, how much he's changed. I mean, you have two examples here of just how God has drastically and radically changed our lives. And Two women with a past. Two women with a past. And a, br- a much brighter future after, Amen. After, <laughs> after God. After God. <laughs> and even after, like, having struggles in our own relationships with God. Like, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, and I shared this before, like, you know, I was in this roaring relationship with God and I used to like always ask God to bring me back to who I was and like he's bringing me to a place that's so much better yeah than even I was when I met him 16 years yeah, ago yeah yeah you know um, I do think about that sometimes you were talking about like how like the fire that you have when you're first yeah. saved is so it like exhilarating yeah you're like on like this like roller coaster that just keeps going up mm-hmm. and then and then you really get into it and then it's just like da-da, it just it becomes but who you are it's different yeah it's still it's finding that fire in just in deeper ways Mm -hmm. than how you did when you were first saved right like i feel like i'm still finding that fire but it's it's just oh understanding god more Mm -hmm. and 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 finding god in all these new chapters of my life and it's you know you're you're in a different different place in your life Mm -hmm. and god's going to be there through all of them and god's going to speak to you differently in mm-hmm. all of them and you're going to find different things in his word amen so it's a new fire every day and you it can is. make it a new fire every day if you if you really want to right and and that's an important thing too i love that what you brought up there like at the end of the day you know it says in james 4 7 that when we draw near unto god god will draw near unto us um and i think that that's a very important thing for us to always remember is that we're only ever as close to God as we desire to be. Yeah. You know, if you're desiring... God's not going to force us. Mm-hmm. Even with your situation, with your testimony, um, you know, if, if you guys haven't heard her testimony, go back to episode three mm-hmm. um, and you'll hear it there. But even in that, when you're sharing about how, like, here you were reading scripture, here you were putting this prayer on... I, I'm still getting chills just thinking about yeah. how you put this simple prayer up on this prayer board and how God used that. To draw you onto him mm-hmm. because there was this desire in you to have him even if you didn't know it at the time yeah um yeah. where he was going to lead you or how he was going to do it mm-hmm. you just had that little bit of desire for him and he used that and 
you drew near onto him and so he drew near onto you mm -hmm. you know the bible says that um in revelation i can't remember the exact verse but it says that um behold i come at the door and knock um and you know it's up to us to answer the door and, yeah. and welcome him in to have yeah. dinner with us like you know that's i love that it reminds me of um in the chronicles of narnia i uh -huh. bring this up quite often because it was like my favorite part of the book in the horse and his boy mm. um which is like one that like nobody ever reads because it's not like the quadruple the, yeah the, yeah you know um but he's he's riding his horse and an aslan who's mm -hmm. you know god is walking near him but he can't see him yet mm. but he hears like breathing and he, he's like what is next to me and like the only way for aslan to start speaking to him is if he asks like i think he said he's i'm I, this is not i don't know what exactly quote. he says <laughs> but he said he has to be the first one to speak yeah and it's like that's what we have to do yeah because god is always there he's always there but we do have to make that step to be like hey god yeah but <laughs> hi. hi you know yeah god's always saying hi we just have to open our ears mm. we just have to listen amen and and you know if you haven't made that decision yet to follow christ and you want to take that step um i just encourage you to go before him and just pray and talk to him tell him you know that you want to know him more and he will begin to reveal himself to you and draw onto you as you draw onto him mm -hmm. and if you have taken that step if you're a new believer or even if you're struggling in your faith right now um reach out you know it, whether here on my other platforms or even to other people around you who know jesus reach out to them and ask them to help you with those next steps in your faith so that way you could grow and mature in him mm -hmm. and just get to know the fullness of this god that we serve um and you could reach out to me at any time on my email it's uh keto.and.christ at gmail.com you could also follow me on tiktok subscribe here on youtube um or anywhere that you're listening um, you could reach out to me on Instagram or TikTok. I answer my messages um, and I definitely would love to pray with you, to encourage you and help you in any way I can to um, continue on your journey in following Christ. And I just want to thank Annabelle for joining me. Um, thank you for having me. I'm definitely going to have her on again. We definitely are not through talking. There's so <laughs> <not>. much, <laughs> so many things that we could talk about. Um, but, you know, thank you for being here. Yeah. Um, thank you for being such a great friend and encouragement in the Lord, mm. um, as well as an accountability partner. And for praying for me, I know that you pray for me and I pray for you mm -hmm. too. So. Um, I'm just so incredibly thankful to God for you and right for bringing us together. Um, definitely, she's the, like the little sister I've never had. <laughs> like, I, I absolutely um, adore her and just seeing your growth in the Lord and um, just thank you for sharing um, all that you have. And also, we love Chris. We love Chris. <laughs> love you. Talk to you later. Yes. Can't, can't wait to join you guys at your wedding. Um, but God bless you guys. You have a great night. And we'll see you again really soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>